Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. The last three years have been years of multiplication and sustainable growth of His kingdom and truth. In spite of COVID lockdowns and restrictions, in amongst the loss, sorrow, and pain, God is always working. Nothing can stop the advancing of God's kingdom here on earth, in this world damaged by evil. As we come into the second half of this year, of an explosive chain reaction of God's truth, love and power, reaching nations through the highways and byways online, as we walk out the well-marked pathway before us, we honour the past, give thanks to God for who He is and all He has done, and prepare our hearts for the new thing. The new thing He has promised and is bringing to pass is the pure seed of His truth, with all differences and blockages removed, for all who are thirsty to come and drink freely his living waters, for all to come, taste and see that the Lord is good. It is in this generation of young and old who out of a revelation of God's love and in the transforming power of the Holy Spirit who will enter into the new thing that God has for his people for his church throughout the world. No matter what denomination, no matter what we think we believe, now is the time to surrender all differences and come together in his truth, love and power. We simply need to be willing. So let us go back to the moment in time when Moses led the Hebrew people out of Egypt. Moses' style of leadership was that he was the one through whom God did all the miracles. Moses was the one who spoke to God, received instructions from God, and told the Hebrew people what to do. The Hebrew people at the time did not want to engage with God for themselves, for they secretly in their heart did not want him. So let us pick up the story of the transition from Moses to his successor and a new thing in leadership. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Moses' servant Joshua would become Moses' successor. God commissioned Joshua to be the leader of the new thing that God wanted to do in the hearts and minds of the Hebrew people. The word translated servant here as in Moses' servant does not mean slave, but rather a minister of God one who does spiritual service. So Joshua did not depart from the tabernacle. That was where God's presence dwelt. From the humble beginnings of ministry, Joshua hungered to be in the presence of the Lord. 
It was out of that place of intimacy that he lived and empowered others to empower others to enter in. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. So Joshua inherits the promise given to Moses. Joshua was given the Spirit of God and represented a new kind of leadership where he empowered all the children of Israel to be part of God's miracles and wonders, including his salvation plan. To go deeper, please listen to our podcast, Be Strong and Courageous. In the time before God had called Joshua, there was an opportunity for the children of Israel to enter into the promised land. Joshua, together with Caleb, was one of twelve who were sent to spy out the land. Ten said that the land was filled with giants and so they could not enter in. Joshua and Caleb, however, testified the truth about God and that the land that God had given them was good. Even though the land had giants, to Joshua and Caleb it was of no consequence because God had given them the land and God is greater. They declared to the children of Israel that God said that we are to go, so we go, we must, take possession of the land that God has given us. Time passed. Generation came and went. The only two out of the many people that God delivered out of Egypt who entered the promised land were Joshua and Caleb. They took with the next generation into the promised land and possessed it and had victory in there and lived in the fullness of all that God had done. Joshua and Caleb hungered for his presence. They were willing to be surrendered to the will of God, had his spirit within and knew God was good, faithful, and true. As a result, they trusted in him. Not even Moses entered the promised land. He started to do the work of God in his own strength, thus not bringing glory to God. Yet God in his grace and mercy honoured Moses in so many ways. Joshua honoured Moses. But God was calling his people and Joshua to a new thing. Before entering into the new thing, there needed to be a time of transition, an acknowledgement of those who had gone before, and a letting go of the past. In a spiritual sense, that is a letting go of the old, the ways of trusting in formulas, strategies and thoughts, and even the gifts that God has given. In letting go or surrendering all back to God, no matter what it is that we are called to do, 
We are transitioning from the past and preparing ourselves to enter into the new thing. Joshua was appointed for the generation of his time, a true witness of the living God. He empowered all who are willing to participate in God's wonders. With God, the new thing is always greater than the former. Let us look at another time of transition to the new thing in the Old Testament, once again at the River Jordan. 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 8 to 14. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry land. And so it was, when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire, and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the water, and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Elisha wanted to know the God of his spiritual father. He received a personal heavenly vision and took up the robe of the prophet. The prophet's role was to testify of God and speak his word so that the individual or group will know and experience him. The prophetic gift given is to reveal God and his heart for all people. In fact, all the gifts given by God are to reveal God. Elisha, just like Joshua, went through the river and went over to the other side and entered into the new thing. Elisha heard the call from an early age. Like Joshua, Elisha hungered for the presence of God. Elijah, his beloved spiritual father, was gone from this world the love story of God lived on. Elisha entered into a greater revelation of God, of his love, of his truth and his power. All of this was before Jesus, where God himself became flesh and blood and walked the earth as a man, 
died, rose, ascended into heaven and poured out his spirit upon all flesh. God in Christ Jesus is calling his people to a new thing. As we come to the new thing, we acknowledge the past, yet we must let go of the ways of old. Let go of what we think the text says. Let go of our differences and let God reveal himself to us. Let God give us new ways to think, new ways to see, where each one is empowered to live in a greater revelation of his love, truth and power, individually and collectively, so that the world may know him, where hearts and minds are open to listen to him, receive from him and testify of him. The Apostle John testifies of Jesus as the beginning of the new thing and speaks of John the Baptist as a true witness of God. John chapter 1, verses 14 to 18. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me, and of his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. Now is the time for this generation to receive the fullness of the truth and life in Him. All who receive Jesus receive His Spirit. Like Joshua, may we hunger for his presence, receive the truth in Jesus and empower others to empower others to empower others. May we, like Elisha, see the open heaven that God has before his people and take up the robe of Jesus, his robe of justice and equality, truth and freedom, life and light. By his Spirit. May we know and experience the fullness of the living God as he flows freely through us, testifying of him to others. God the Father is seeking true witnesses of who he is, what he has done and will do, just like Joshua and Caleb. He will carry us into the new thing. Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, gives us his robe his name, his authority and his power to be his true witnesses. Birthed out of a new and greater intimacy, safe and secure, living in the power of his love, the freedom of his truth and the victory of his cross. The world does not need another religion. The world needs Jesus. Man cannot change himself. Only Jesus changes lives. Only Jesus.
only he. God called the children of Israel back to himself when he declared to them that they are to be his true witnesses of his love, truth and power. That was the situation when God said to them in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God is calling his people back to himself in greater intimacy to be a true witness of his love, truth and power, to be truly free in surrender of self-will to that of a father's will. He is doing a new thing. Now is the time for us to live in the fullness of his truth. God is doing a new thing, which in fact is the same thing since the beginning. That is to know and experience him personally and collectively. In his love, truth and power, where the hearts and minds of his people are transformed by him, so that the world may know him. Where we let his living waters flow freely in and through this dry land, where good works have wearied and religion has bound so many people. This dry land where the truth has been compromised, questions muzzled and a generation has been lost. This dry land cries out for true witnesses of the living God in this generation. This generation is asking questions, questions of belief and of the systems of this world. We have the answer, and his name is Jesus. Therefore, the more we focus on Jesus, focus on his sacrifice and surrender of self, and receive more of his victory, his victory over the powers and our selfish desires and death, the more we can experience and live in his resurrection power, where his fire is burning within, and by his spirit, in surrender to him, receiving from him, we can live in a new freedom of victory over self, competitiveness, pride, works of the flesh, defensiveness, isolation, and loneliness. Now is the time for this generation. As God declared it all those years ago, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Let us pray. If you've never received Jesus, now is the time. Or if you feel spiritually dry, now is the time to just surrender and receive. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. By your Spirit in your name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.